We're all here. We, this is exciting. It's working. Can you can you hear Jared over there? Let's just see if you can hear Jared. We're in. You're in. We're in. All right. Fantastic. Good afternoon, Olivia. Hey, good afternoon. Good to see you again. Well, I am I am glad we got that all worked out. Jeez. Um, sorry about that to our audiences out there. Um, technical difficulties. And here we are getting ready to talk about technology. Yes. In uh, insurance agencies, and you know we have our own fair share of issues, but you just roll with it. You know, it's Fantastic. Just, you just have to just have to work it out. So, um, let me just start by saying I have uh, probably I have a tremendous amount of respect um, for the both of you sitting here, and I'm so glad that you um, agreed to do this um, because I think there's a story here that needs to be told um, and needs to be told more often, um, and that really is uh, moving sort of a traditional agency into uh, a, a one that's focused and, and working with productively technology. Um, and so that's kind of where I wanted to start today's conversation. We're, we're going to go lots of different ways. Olivia is going to be throwing up comments uh, from people that are out there. We, we, I really encourage everyone to just, you know, uh, ping us with questions. Um, I don't want this to all be just the three of us, uh, you know, uh, for an hour or 45 <laughs> minutes do we. or however long it takes. Um, so without further ado, um, Jack, introduce yourself. Tell us a little about what you got going on over at All Choice. Which camera are we on? You're over there. Hey, hey I'm Jack Wingate. I am, um, I think the things that I'm CEO of All Choice, that's more of the head sanitation guy, trash taker <laughs> outer. Um, started the agency in 2004. So so we've so we had 15 years. Uh, and then, of course, Jared, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Jared Bellman. I've been with All Choice since January 2nd. So I'm a managing partner of the Hendersonville Agency. So uh, All Choice goes from mountain to seas in North Carolina. So we kind of, uh, well, we have an agency in Hendersonville, Clemens, Greensboro, and Wilmington. So, um, but it sounds big, but we're really, we're really not big. <laughs> we're pretty lean when it comes to people. Um, but yeah. And have you always been lean as it comes to people? I mean, tell me about that evolution a little bit. Yeah. So when we started, it was literally just me and a partner. So yeah. it was traditional. Traditionally. Yeah. yeah. We started with zero premium and uh, quickly realized after about literally two months, we were, we, we came from Farm Bureau. So everything was paper files. Okay. So carbon copy. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So, which I think is the way they do it today, but literally, the first two months I had like a file cabinet and it was full. And I was like, I, I've got to do something. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to rent space for files. And, uh, and so at that point in time, we, we started our trip down technology lane uh -huh. and uh, got an agency management system. It's, wow. It was earth shattering at the time. This was what year? Uh, oh, four. Okay. Yeah. So like literally, I think it was two months in, we, uh, we went with an AMS and decided to go paperless. Yeah. Um, we're still probably Dunder Mifflin's best client right. to this day. Um, so, yeah, we started that. And then at that point in time, we I think about two months later, we hired someone to our first CSR. And, and kind of that just kind of escalated from there. But right. literally, though, we've always run lean. I've never had a lot okay. of staff. Mm -hmm. um, one, because it couldn't afford it. Right. You know, it was like, how many hours in the day can I work? And then can I pay someone to work a little bit? That's right, basically right. how it was. So, yeah. So fast forward to today. Um, I've heard it called hub and spoke type model. I've heard it called lots of different things. We've got kind of central agency and you've got some satellite agencies. Tell me about that setup. Yeah. So, you know, early on, I, I realized in, in going around to and meeting different agencies that there was a, there's a, a problem in our channel in the independent agent channel that there's not a lot. There's a lot of people that know how to sell, but they don't have a lot of back office. And right. so I built out back office support. And I feel like now when, when the opportunity presented itself about a year ago, literally around this time uh, with Jared, it was, it was, Hey, I want you to be able to do what you do in your community and just worry about having to do the things that you're good at. And I'll take care of the back office. So, so when we say hub and spoke, it's literally, we're here taking care of the stuff that no one likes to do. Right. And you go do and be the best that you can be. And that's, that's, I mean, yeah, for lack of a better term, yeah. it really is empowering for a producer to not have to cross every T dot every I right. and have a system there that knows, especially in insurance, 
that that mistake is not just being covered by yourself. It's being covered by a team or a process behind you. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what the hub is. It's okay. the systems and processes that protect us and, and empower us to do what we do best. Yeah. And what's the evolution been like? I mean, one of the things we've been talking about within this community and others is, you know, you, know, you start with you start with an AMS, you start with this, you start with this. I mean, you obviously built out, to, and we'll get into this later, but, you know, built out a really robust automation system at this point in, in your in your agency's uh, lifespan. But, I mean, talk a little bit about, like, how do you decide, I'm going to push go on this piece? I'm going to push go on this piece. I mean, is it, there's a problem, and I just want to, I want to hit that problem right now, and I'm going to see what, what can technology do for me, or tell me about that. It's one of the issues that I hear in, in our world is, I'm buying technology to buy technology. And that, to me, technology is a tool. Yeah. And so when we come across, again, the AMS, the first purchase of the AMS was because I didn't want to have to keep files. So there's the problem. How yeah. do I solve it? Yeah. So every iteration of any technology that has come into our agency after that has literally been to solve a problem. Okay. Um, and that's that's gone into software, like all the software yeah. we use. It's not... Hey, this looks like a cool piece of technology. Let's figure out how to use it in our agency. Right. It's we've hit a roadblock, or we want this to move faster. And so, how can how, what can we use to make it move faster or eliminate mm-hmm. that obstacle? Yeah. And that's what yep. that's how we look yep. at technology. Yeah. We yeah. ask ourselves a question more often than not: What's holding us back? What's pausing this? What's slowing us down? Yeah. And then we plug in something that we either already have that we can use more, yeah. or something new that solves that problem for us. Yeah. So let me back up a couple steps, though, right? Because um, I think the hardest part about um, our industry right now and its evolution to the future is getting comfortable with saying yes to certain pieces of technology. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of there may be some agency owners out there and principals that have thought about, okay, how do I do this? But they they keep thinking to themselves, man, I have to, I have to change everything I'm doing. Um, and Jack, you and I had a chance to sit down um, a few weeks back. And one of the things you said that I thought was very impactful and it, and it really hit home um, with my principal agent was um, that it's not it's not a wholesale change. It's everything that you are up to this point. Plus. Right. So, yeah, I, I think too often we look at technology as some like Terminator, like, yeah. you know, it's like we're ch- everything in the world is changing. And I don't think it's the case. It's, it's the way we do things. I could, and we've talked about it. Then, I could easily slap a butt in a chair to do exactly what we're yeah. doing. I'm just trying to make sure we do it in the most efficient way, in the most repeatable way yeah. to make the experience consistent from both the end user, which is the customer to the team to me, yeah. you know, <laughs> however that works. So, yeah, again, when we have some older guys in, in the room, guys and gals, who this is the way they've always done it, I'm not really changing the way it's always been done. I'm just changing how you accomplish the right. task. Right. So, and, and our own internal team goes from the whole spectrum. So it's not yeah. like all choices, only tech savvy producers. We have producers that are hesitant to use okay. the technology. And so, yeah, <laughs> type in all caps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. all right. So it's it's where for me I'm like woohoo, like yes. let's go. Sometimes it's also okay. Why is this important? How yes. is it important? And um, we had follow up questions like, how do I know this is getting done if a computer's doing it? Well, right. it's really not a computer doing it. It's just your team doing it for you. Right. It just pushes it through the process, and you'll see it go through the process. You don't have to push it yourself. Yeah. And so once you have that mindset, he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So it's, it's not just. I don't know that I answered your question. Yeah, I don't think you did. So hit it to me again. I've, I've, I've probably got lost <laughs> on a tangent. <laughs> no, tangents are good. We like tangents. Olivia, how are we doing out there first? Are we good? Are we good? Olivia's frozen. Olivia's frozen or uh, unable to speak. Oh, okay. There, right. there we are. Well? Yes. All right. Sorry. I was unmuting. It was very, very slow. No. Um, I think I think we're doing okay, except I just got a message asking if something was wrong with Facebook Live. But we have people on, so I'm not sure okay. what, might be, what might be going on. But um, yeah, but I'll. Okay. We'll yeah, I do see some people here, but I do I do have a yeah. message that says it's not working, so we'll we'll find out. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think my question was more, um, I guess, what would you, what would you say, you know, peer to peer, let's go peer to peer with you specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your agency owner, what would you say to other agency owners when they come up to you and say, how, why? The why is the more important question. Uh, The how is of really not much consequence. We had this discussion yesterday. It's uh, the why is different for everyone, obviously. But when I started going down the the path of this, it was, I feel like in insurance in particular, in our channel, we say this is the way it's always been done. Yeah. So that's how it has to be done versus the, what experience does the customer want? Okay. So we're way too quick to look at what other insurance agencies are doing from a customer experience standpoint, instead of, Hey, how is Amazon doing this? Right. How is Kohl's? I don't use just Kohl's just because I went there the other right. day. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, how are the places that we shop sure. outside of insurance doing things? And yeah. so, from that standpoint, I said, okay, well, I want my customers to to understand the workflow, yep. not necessarily nuts and bolts of it, but they have something that they can expect. They know, hey, if I do this, then this happens. It takes well, confusion think, out. Yeah, and I think I think the Amazons of the world have really raised what I, I would call the standard of care. Yes, the standard of care that how businesses operate in a in a digital space, you know, and what 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 care and concern we have to take over their requests and speed and all that stuff matters. Yeah, and so technology just helps us just helps get us those do things it. done faster. I mean, know? we literally could do every everything yeah. that we do without the technology component. If we just wanted to manually do it. Yes. So, I mean, it's no different than, again, if I'm making sure that I send this email to make sure I communicate to this person all the time, I'm sending the same messages all the time. There's no different. I've I've just automated some of those things uh, to to fit our process, to make them repeatable so that the customer, again, knows what to expect. All right. So without getting too in the details, I do want to sort of just walk through so people out there understand what your um, what your what your sales journey looks like you know, from prospect through customer. How does a person flow through the all choice system? Want to pull out Slack? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, before we even start down there, I yeah. think I think it's important to understand well, that. Talk about where we were last December. Well, yeah, but but even before that, it's it's whatever we say that we're using is of no consequence. Okay. You know, whether I'm using the the specific, the specific technology is of no consequence. It can be accomplished with a myriad of things. It's the thought process and the why. And so, yeah, start with, uh, and even within our own agency, the way I operate with my prospects is different the way that Jack operates with his prospects. So we have to figure out that sometimes too, where my automation may say slightly different thing than what, Jax does. And okay. then the way I work with the processing team, and the way you work with the processing team is different. Mm-hmm. So when we get through a certain point and we're issuing a policy, which is, you know, the end of the sales process, I have to make sure to introduce the sales team. And then, right. and so those things come in, but to the point last December, we looked at a sales process and what was it? Four points, five points. It was a, it was a four, it was a four step funnel. So four okay. step funnel that we were, I don't even remember what it was. It was probably like, you know, need to contact. Okay. Working. Closing. Like decision. Okay. okay. <laughs> Some other crazy yeah. Right. Step. So you you okay. can make up four steps. Yeah. You exactly. think your process exactly. is. That's what it was. And we now have seven. Okay. I think so. I think it's seven. Numbers inconsequential. But it goes, in December, we said, where do we start? And so for me, is different than most in our agency where it's at a networking event, at a yeah. community event, where I need to introduce myself or reintroduce myself and get that person I'm meeting into a into the funnel. Okay. So we created a networking introduction where yep. I literally have the ability to take the business card, punch in the information, and they get a series of emails. Automated. Automated, but with the purpose of getting a coffee or a phone call. So That's fantastic. the purpose is there. And I've been doing this for seven years, right? Yes. I, I've always gone to networking events, always right. wanted to get a coffee or a, or, or a phone call with these people. Yeah. But then I had to go into Outlook and send a specific email to that person. Now it's immediately text and email 
automated that I don't, I just have to leave and start the habit right. of entering that information in, boom, the process starts. Yeah. Then we get to the coffee. Then we have to decide where they go next. Yep. So that's step one. Yep. And literally that, that particular thing came about because I was asking him, where does it get slow? Like right. where does, where does that, no, and, and actually, I think it was, how can I help? You know, how can right. I help this? And he said, well, man, you know, I feel like I spend a lot of time doing this. And I was like, I can take yep. care of that. Right. So, yeah. Yep. So the didn't come from, hey, we have this automation that we can use. Where can we have, where can we use it? Right. It came from, man, Jack, I'm meeting people and I just can't get the appointment set. Okay. And so it was like, okay, well, how what, do we, we, what systems do we have? <clears throat> what, what technology do we have that can eliminate? What are your speed bumps? Okay. People just don't respond to me. Okay. Yep. Well, why are they not responding to you? And then we just go through that whole process. And that's just step one. Yeah. We've done that for seven steps right. through the last 10 months. Okay. So, so realistically, you know, from a lead standpoint, we have different points where a lead can get in, uh-huh. but you know, take networking, take a search engine, take X date, whatever okay. it is. Phone call. Yeah. yeah phone okay. call. It, it goes, it, you know, we enter it and we use um, a web form on our site that I created that gets them into the system. Okay. So that triggers the stage that I say. Yep. So most of those outside of the networking start with a, um, we go ahead, we've got all the information for the most yep. part that we need. Yep. It's not like I'm having to track it down. So it goes into a working submission preparation Which stage. came from a holdup of, we're not getting to the, be able to quote because we don't have all the information. Right. Sure. Which is a common problem okay. that we all so see. Form fills, yeah, form yeah. basic form fills on the web, yeah, and then you take that information, and the next step of that I know is so the so as soon as we fill out the web form, and it can be we have it to where clients can do it, we have it to where we do it internally, yeah. whatever it is, it comes in, it actually renders in a in a PDF email. Okay. From there, that's going to trigger your next step because we've gotten the submission prep, we know what it is, we know that we need to quote it with one, two, three carriers because it fits this, yeah. So from there, we move it to the next stage, and these were manually. This yeah, is probably the most manual. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. probably the most manual. But we figured out that there was all we had was one working stage, and it went from working to proposal being sent. Okay, which is a lot that goes on. Yeah, yes. and what we found though, the reason we changed that step up probably about four months ago okay. was because we had clients going, "What's going on?" Yeah. Yeah, where are we yeah, staying? We haven't heard back from you. Yet. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, because in today's age, you got to do it right now. Yes, we haven't heard from you in four hours. Yeah, you you value. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as we move it to the second uh, working stage, which is uh, yeah, out no, which is out for quote. Yeah, out okay. for quote. So that means that I've either sent it out to a quoting to our quoting team, or we're just actually quoting the stuff. Right. The client's getting an email saying, "Hey, we've got all your stuff. We're working on it." Because what we found was that people, they don't necessarily need it now. They just want to know that someone's working on it. So that's, that's a huge point. Let's just pause right there. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, knowing a little bit about what you all do, it seemed like you did focus a good amount of attention. And I think um, uh, Olivia, Joe has a good question up there. Um, you know, He's saying, how many touch points in your sales process are relationship building versus tech to assist in the process? It's so it's a great question. And I think, I think um, if I can call it the secret sauce, I think really what you guys are, are getting into that's good is, hey, ma'am or sir, we're at this point in the process. It's kind of like, how, how many times do we jump in at Christmas time and track our packages? Oh, it's in Lexington, Kentucky. Now it's in Atlanta. Now it's in, it's kind of the same concept where mm -hmm. I'm just letting the customer know yeah. where it is in the process. And that seems to work. It's, it, it's funny you mention that because I literally was trying to find um, something I, one night. Have you ever seen Domino's? Whenever you order a pizza, it says, hey, it's here. And then it's here. Right. And Making, it's here. Yeah. I was like, how can I do that? Now, I'm sure it's out there. I just didn't want to pay for it. But yeah. I, that's, that's so what we did was we wanted to do our communication to, to answer those questions of where we're at. And the number of touches within each stage, again, yeah. a, not really much consequence, but I think we're through each stage, it's about once every day or so they're getting something, something until they move to the next stage. So, you know, we, we leave out for quote and then it's proposal, pr proposal preparation. Mm -hmm. Because again, we've got all your stuff in and they get some, Hey, we've got all your quotes back in, sir, or ma'am. What right. we're going to do now is analyze it, figure out what's best, put together something because we know sometimes it takes a day for us to 
yeah. get our arms around it. Well, not just that. <laughs> Let's be honest with what the customer's doing at that point. Normally, if we're not communicating with the customer, they're also calling agent yes. A, agent B, agent C. Yes. And so, you know, if you have that first initial, I mean, I have great faith in the ability of Jared Bellman to woo a, a, a prospect into thinking, I'm going to wait on that guy. But they're only going to wait for so long. Right. And you don't know what that, you don't know, you don't what know, that, know what that time frame is. But if they keep hearing from you, and I would say by and large, you know, Jared's very unique in, in the way he, he approaches sales. But I think a lot of producers are that way, where they, they have this upfront great conversation with the, with the prospect, and then they lose them somewhere because that follow-up's not there. When we have a system, in our system, to Joe's point, is that from the first communication, we can send a welcome email that really isn't a welcome to all choice, but it's more like welcome to how we operate uh-huh. to let them know, hey, this isn't going to happen in, in two seconds, right? This isn't right. click on Amazon. You have it in two days. Right. We, hopefully we get it in two days. Yeah. But, right. but, but we set the upfront up expectation and that, that conversation continues as we go through the mm-hmm. process, even to the when we get, we're only on like step four out of seven, but when we get to step six and seven, with the closing of the producer, when we know we've won it, and when the processing team is doing it, we communicate what they can expect over the next few days, over the next few weeks, over okay. the next year from Good. all choice. Okay. So that yeah. we're training. So we're training our clients to operate how we know we can best service them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, very well said. I mean, and again, the messaging doesn't really matter a ton. Okay. But what we're trying to do throughout that process is let them know what's going on. But at the same time. You know, we're, we're trying to say how good we are. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, that's what that's what you want to do. And, and, I, you know, and what is that feedback been? I'm mean, obviously your clients tell. I mean, if I do some video proposal work in my agency. I'm not near as built out as you all, but like, what is that feedback like? So I don't think it's as much of a hey, you guys have a great operation, uh-huh. as much as I see less drop balls. I see okay. people being like, thanks for Smooth. communicating. Yeah. You know, just appreciation for us always being on the ball yeah even though sometimes i feel like i drop a lot of balls the automation allows it that the consumer doesn't see it doesn't as much it. as they did say a year ago when i didn't wasn't using this process well and, and but you know to that end when we get to that proposal being sent you know we started just using again the tools don't matter but we started using we started with loom we've used uh soapbox <laughs> we've used uh go video by vidyard mm-hmm. all are great you know, yep. really small. Yeah, we, and we yeah. really we still, still to this day they use all do a few things differently. Yeah. And what we found with the videos was we would we would get feedback that was, hey, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you go, okay, well, why did you start using the videos to begin with? Well, I probably heard it in some channel that we were, you know, yeah. some nerd agency group that we're in. Us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Agency <laughs> yeah. But my over the evolution of our agency, yeah. it started with a guy or a lady across the table from me and it was hey this is what this means this is what this i mean there was a relationship um and then we went through a point where it was all web and email that's very cold and i think here in the last probably year to 18 months it's been like okay how can we humanize the process Uh, the digital process yeah because you're going to have people that are stuck in the i'm just going to send emails and if i just send emails back and forth all day long nothing gets done yeah. whether that's carrier with carriers yeah. whether it's with whatever so it's like, okay well how can how can i be different so yeah. let's let's do, throw some video on it and yeah. even now when we even use a, a program now that's taken the video proposal system to a whole different level in the way it's presented in the way it's presented because i mean it i i love the video i love the email yeah. we were sending it was a pdf of the email with a video yeah and if someone's on their smartphone which statistics will say what 70 percent right. I, don't, I think it's high from yeah. the data that we see, but I do want it to render well on their phone, on their yeah. mobile, whatever device. Yeah. So that's why we we invested in some technology, you know, yeah. and, and to me, that's a game changer because we get to see. And that is called Get Accept. Get Accept, yes. So if anybody wants to look, up, look yeah. that up, Get Accept. GetAccept.com. It's, okay. And yeah. it's, I mean, it, it does, it costs you some money, yeah. but you can see that, you know, Joe was on page one, or Joe never looked at the video part of. It. I mean, right. yeah. we can tell, and, and it gives us feedback right. that says we hey, can tell that people scroll to the premium. Yeah, yes. stay there for thirty seconds yeah. where they look at page one. Oh for six wow, seconds. you can see the the analytics of yes. where they are in the proposal. And that's the yeah. thing. It doesn't matter what you use, right? Get accept yeah. doesn't matter. 
uh -huh. have a tool that'll let you analyze what you're sending. Because I can tell you the way I've sent video proposals through that has changed over the last month, yeah. uh, six weeks that we've been using it. It hasn't been that long. Mm -hmm. six weeks. Yeah. And so, to be fair, that might months. be a, you know, a, a 300 level class. Like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm breaking but it the down, importance, I mean, the basic importance is it was how can we communicate a proposal to a client in the best way possible without right. sitting in front of them and having to explain it to them yes. in person. And yeah. so we went through many iterations and yep. this is where we're at now. Yeah. Six so, months from now, we might find something exactly. better. And, 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 <laughs> and to go back, you know, originally we were sending emails with PDFs, which probably about a year ago, I changed our personal lines format to a, a platinum gold, silver bronze okay. format, um, which is working. We can discuss that, but it was still, I'm sending that and, for the most part, you know, someone when they get that, they look for the price. Yep. So if I can make a video that goes through and explains stuff and actually direct them to the what they should be should looking at versus the, which one is the lowest. Right. Uh, I can tell you, and this is not scientific, but I was talking with another guy in our agency. I would say that probably 60 to 70 percent of the time, the, the prospect on personal lines will buy up a level. When I say up a level, if if they came in with a bronze type plan, let's just call it what it like HO three. Yeah, they came in with the HO three standard homeowners form. Yes, we're gonna here's that, and then oh by the way, here is the HE seven with the twenty one endorsement. Which for those of you who are not in North Carolina, yes. that's an enhanced and guaranteed yes. replacement cost home. It's policy. it's okay. it's their standard homeowners on steroids, right? Or for most people, you know, auto limits. Here's your standard auto limits, but what we're doing is we've upsold you on the 250, 500 to get the umbrella with them. It's just, this is what you should buy. And this is why people will buy once they understand. And if they don't, you've done your job. There's nothing you can right. do. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's and gives them a changer. visual to look at comparatively yeah. of what you have now, what you could have, what we advise you to have, which may all fall in within that, whether it be deductibles or yeah. liability limits, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's we're, Listening to the client, hearing yep. what they need to be advised on, and advising that. Yeah. Advising them too. Otherwise, you're in the, you, Otherwise, we do a horrible job in our industry of we like to complain about people only want to get the cheapest thing, right? And we sell that. Way. But we will sell that way all day long. Oh yes, I can beat that price, right? All day. <laughs> well, we've been talking about that a lot. You know, by the way, those of you that I should say that we are we are actually sitting in Winston Salem, North Carolina. And we are all here at the Young Ages Development Conference. Um, I'm not. Well, I didn't get invited. Too old. Jack is uh, presenting tomorrow to this fine group of young agents um, here. So, um, but we've been talking a lot about that specific thing. And so, um, you know, talk through that a little bit more. Explain that a little bit further about about that that process there. About how we're selling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at some point in time when we start looking at things with, and I'm working on the commercial lines now, which is uh -huh, tougher, right? Let's just stick with personal, personal lines. lines, but everyone in there, everyone you come across will have a certain limit. Let's just use auto insurance because it's sure. easy. I've got 5,150 limits or whatever it is. Yeah. Do they really know what they own? Do they know what they purchased? Right. No, because they got it because somebody said and they never understood it. So if we don't, if we don't want to compete, on that ball field, then we've got to change the narrative and change the game. So that's why we came up with the, oh yeah, we'll still sell you this. Like I, I personally don't think I hear some people, I won't sell this. Well, I can tell you internally, we're not going to sell state minimums. I think we have to by law. Right. I'm not sure. But so like I might offer it, but I mean, goodness, I'll, yeah. it, it's not going to be with a preferred carrier. Right. Um, so here's what it is. And there's a price and my pricing is good apples to apples yeah but let's look at what we really need right you know and this is why did you know that your bodily injury covers this right and we're very fortunate that we have some we have a teammate that has a relative in claims okay and nice. and, and i don't think carriers do a great job of telling the story of big claims yeah and thankfully you know this team member's uh, relative will give us like hey this happened and this is the number that's already been paid out. And it's mind blowing, you know, and people think, well, I'm not a millionaire. I don't need these limits. Well, you probably need them more than the millionaire does because they're just going right. to start going after your income. Right. If you're living off 40 grand a year now, when they start taking 500 bucks out of your paycheck sure, a month, sure. that's a big difference. Right, right. So a lot of education. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a lot really, of education. Yep. And that's, yeah. uh, I feel like consumers, you know, 
it's, it's, it's funny because I feel like in, in what we do too, I say this a lot, you know, consumers only want to be educated up to the point that they want to be educated, yeah. <laughs> right? They're only going to go so far with you. And so it's, it's hard because when you, when you are presenting um, a proposal of some sort, it's like, okay, what, what main topics can I focus on that are going to mean the most to them? And that's going to stick. Yeah. Well, well, you know, and here's the thing: you, the average home auto umbrella proposal that we do, yeah, I think it's seven minutes for me. Yeah, wow, seven minute, seven minute proposal video, video, that it, and literally, you know, it's what is dwelling, the replacement cost, it doesn't cover flood, it, whatever. This is this, this is this, and then I, I think that my selling point for the HE seven with the twenty one is water backup. Okay, and then uh, primary mortgage expense. So I only hit on like two of the, yeah. but I'm like, oh, and this is really big because. But a lot of times when you hit on that, if that if that sparks with them, they'll ask a follow up question. Yeah, right. You spark and it just that allows knowledge. you to then yeah. to, to move into something. I mean, I think that. ten minutes has been my longest yeah. video proposal, and that yeah. was off someone who already had asked a bunch of questions. So I hit on those. Right. But yeah, I would say five to seven minutes. Yeah. And and I wouldn't even like when we go through the auto side. It's not like, hey, I'm going to explain to you everything that bodily injury means. No, 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 no. Right, right. I mean, you really hit the. I think my go to is. You're out. You hit someone. You T-bone them. It's your fault. Right. They're a doctor. They can't perform surgery anymore. Right. What's that look like? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Is your goal uh, to be 100% digital agency? No. Not at all. No. <laughs> no. I, I think that we live in a in a – Hanley says it – in the murky water. Is that uh, – the brackish. Brackish water. The brackish water. Shout out to Hanley. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we live in that sort of in-between world. Yeah. Um, I want Jared to be in his community. I want the next person that joins our team to be in that community, to be, be the community. Yeah. I think that local agents are invaluable. Yeah. But at the same time, we know that we can, the average local agent is not going to provide the experience that their clientele demands these days. Yeah, expects. You know, and, and again, I want Jared and whomever else to be able to go do what they do best. Yeah. And let let us handle the rest. Uh, yeah. And I commend you for that. I mean, I think a lot of agency owners, it takes them a long time to get to that point, you know, where you're willing to pour resources and invest at honestly a later stage in in the lifespan of your agency. I think, you know, when um, the generation previous to Jared and I got into the, got into the business, they did invest. I mean, they had to invest in management systems for the very first time. They mm -hmm. had to invest in a lot of different things. They took their risk and they've been sort of living off that risk yeah. up until this point. And so it's, it's incredible to see that, um, you know, someone like yourself was willing to then now it's, Hey, it's time to reinvest. It's time to do it all over again because times are changing and, and it needs to be a focus. Hey. The the one I think that in our industry we we have two detractors we have a lot of detractors but yeah. you've got people that have been in the business forever yep and they make a good living and they run good businesses they care about their clients and their communities and, in their communities yeah. but they're unwilling I'm gonna say a little bit of fear to change sure. because this works but I mean I heard someone the other day I don't like to text my clients. I don't like to text them from my personal phone, but they want to communicate via text yes. these days. Um, and so they, that side of the equation is we don't want any technology. And then we've got, unfortunately, a, a the younger generation who feels like that all they have to do is sit behind the computer yeah. and, and it's just going to magically happen. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like you have to live in that brackish again yeah. water um, in order to be relevant in five years. Yep. And which, you, which is what I'm trying to make yeah, sure happens. Right. Relevant in both in both lines of insurance too, P and C, you know, personal lines. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I think that's the biggest um, maybe threat that we all think of because it's easier for larger companies to the Geico's of the world or whatever to pick off those type of of, of that type of business um, for us. And so what you're saying is there's still a place for the independent agent. Most definitely. In Adopting some of this, yeah. My thesis on that is you're going to have a segment of the population that Geico's progressives get because they advertise like crazy. But then you have a larger segment of the population, I believe, and I'm banking on, that still needs, for lack of a better term, they need someone to hold accountable. Yeah. 
You know, they need someone to yell at. Yeah. <laughs> and we get that. You're like, why did my premium go up? Right. And, you know, they need that person that they can have a relationship with. And if we're not willing to do that with communicating how they want to communicate, where, when, how, yeah. whatever, they're going to find someone that will. And it feels like, um, I don't know, I'd be curious to see what you think up in, up in your neck of the woods, but it feels like, especially in a town like mine, um, there is a little bit of momentum behind the, the, the local business feel. I want to do business, you know, shop local, you know, that, that, that effort's been around a long time. I think it's more but, of a, people want to know who they're doing business with. Yeah. There's got to be a face. Yeah. Or I think that there's the ability for the small business to use technology that we do to put a face again on yeah. what we do. I mean, I don't have a storefront on Main Street, but I'm on Main Street. Yep. So I go get coffee across the street. People see me, right? Yep. I send out video proposals and they see me. We do, if if the email I'm sending is going to be more than three sentences, I just click video, record what I was going to say and yeah, send incredible. it, yeah. right? But Mine's that's taking that. I'm a local boutique in the community salesperson. Yep. I'm not a on your computer all only or, you know, don't have the digital backing. So it, it we can compete on both on both fronts. Yep. I think people appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and there's there's I think in our you have the what is it the millennials? Is that what the young group is now? The youngins, and then you've got like the people that are yeah. my parents' age. Yep. And assumptions get made on both their behalves yeah. that the millennials they don't value relationships, which I I think is completely wrong oh. because. Those are some of the most loyal people that I have come around here recently right. in selling. They're like, thank you for telling me this because they, they don't want to be yeah. treated like a child. Yeah. Like I'm not telling them what to do. I'm like, this is it. This is the deal. And they're like, thank you. And then the other spectrum is these old people don't like to be um, communicated with via email. They don't have email. They don't have Facebook. My mom yeah. is on Facebook. She's probably watching this at some point in yeah. time yeah. right now. She's, one, now of our, she's one of our biggest Facebook Yeah, yeah. 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 She, She's yelling at my dad, come over here and watch Jack. Yeah. You know, she's told the whole church about it. Yeah. So, but, so when we make assumptions, we really are making an ass out of you and me. Yeah. We can use that. Yeah. But I mean, Family show. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I find that I get more feedback from older prospects mm -hmm. about videos because they're like, I'm so happy I got to see who I'm doing business yeah, with. Absolutely. We talked on the phone, we sent emails, but now I got to see who you are. Maybe I should swing by the office. Yeah. Like nobody walks in my office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a great so, story on that. You know, we've been doing video proposals in our agency for a couple of years now. And um, this was probably two or three months ago. I, I did a, a presentation for, to a older, but well-known CPA in our community who needed some help. Um, wanted to bring his business more inside the, inside the town, and he, and he gave our agency a shot. Now, uh, our agency, very traditional. Um, you know, my father-in-law, who started the agency, great reputation in town, and so he knew him and said, "I want you know, I want you guys to take a look at it." Um, so he kicks it over to me to take a look at. When I presented him with a video proposal, I mean, it's no, it's nothing really different. I, it, the product is the same, but but I presented him with a video proposal and said, "Just open this PDF up, and this is what we're going to look at." Just like what you're talking about, just mm -hmm. a couple of high points, a couple of things. He, he called me on the phone and said, Landon, my wife was looking over my shoulder and she saw your video and she said, that's our insurance agent. I don't care what it costs. That's who we need to do business with. And then, oh, by the way, he referred me to two other people. And all of a sudden off this one person that caught the video and said, man, this is awesome. We've probably written 10, 15,000 in premium just off that one little tiny. But you're really handsome though. So I mean, that uh, works to your advantage. You know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I just think that that, that does speak to the um, to the power of, of that. Well, and, and I, if you think about this, when you go to a restaurant these days, how do you expect great service? No, you're really okay with just adequate. Yeah. yeah. Give me my food. Yeah. Unless, don't it, don't unless you take too long. Unless yeah. you go to Chick-fil-A and then it's yeah. like, oh my God, they didn't say uh, my pleasure. My what pleasure. is this world coming <laughs> yes, to? Yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm going to Popeye's. But if you, <laughs> if you will, the difference between good and great is like this much. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 1%. So yeah. for us to spend, yeah, it would be easier just to go there. Yeah. Yes. No, but we, we do the extra. It's, yep. a it's a competitive advantage. Yeah. We are steps ahead of yep. our local competition because we're making little things like a, a video email instead, a video proposal instead, a automated communication that we don't 
drop the ball on letting them know where we're at. Yep. So that they're little things yep. that seem like big things, but they're not. They're they're little things that I bet if you talk to an agent a hundred years ago, they're like, yeah, I try to call them or I yeah. stop by their house and make sure to pick up their payment because then yeah. they know they see me. It's just it's always been done. We're just doing it faster, quicker, and with yeah. contemporary tools. And, and I don't know where we're at time wise, but I do yeah. want because we probably have some agency owners here who yeah. are like, I know how to sell. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we we got yeah. kind of lost in the weeds, but if if we want to get back to our pipeline, yeah. yeah. The last part of one quick question. Yeah, yeah. Technology question. Um, what email system do you guys use? Are you Outlook users? Is it something else, or what are you guys using in your agency? Yeah, so we 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 use Office three sixty five. Um, so you know Microsoft. Realistically, I, I moved from Google's G Suite uh, two years ago because I was about to have to buy a bunch of Microsoft licenses. You know, and so I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'll just go to Office 365. So I, I, both of those are great products. Yeah. yeah. I don't host anything in, internally. Okay. Yeah. And so, and that functions the same for you, whether you're in the office or on the go. So mobily or on, yes. in the office, you're good. Okay. Yes. yes. Now, now, I will say that the communication that we're talking about within the pipeline is not being generated out of Outlook. But there's an... Yeah, there's we use a piece of technology that actually has all the automations in it that's sending okay. those. Okay. Um, but it comes from that email. Yeah, it so comes they, from that email. Okay. To it, right. it comes back to our outlook. Yeah. So yeah. what are you using to auto send those emails? And if you covered this before, I'm sorry. No, no, no. So and again, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. All, but we, we use Infusionsoft. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's HubSpot. Yeah. There's, yeah. Some, yeah. Yep. Throw, throw it at some. Any of those CRMs. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a regular CRM. I, I like Infusionsoft for what we're, what we're about to talk about because we've moved from just the sales component to actually processes running our business. Okay. So um, I was yeah. intentionally segueing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that was a great question, Excellent. Olivia. That's why you get paid the big bucks. That's right. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, I think we left off at proposal being sent. sent yeah. So, quote sent. What's the big challenge? Uh, proposal sent. Yeah, proposal sent. So, what is the uh, what's the big challenge most of the time? It's following up. Yep. Hey, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? So, hopefully, we put Jared in position and whoever else in position where they've got a bunch going on, so they literally can't sit around and go, "Where where was that?" So, our system's following up with them, and I think literally, I think it's about the third or fourth touch, we will actually get someone say, "Oh yeah, I'm just looking at it. Yeah. I got this. I'll get to you this weekend." And that's coming back. They're getting text messages, emails, right. what have you. So. Once they say, yes, they've got it, then we move it to what we call producer closing. Um, and that's just another stage. And what it's doing there is that's we're really going to hit hard with messaging about why you should do business with us. Got it. That's where we close. Yeah, that's, that's where we close. close it. Yeah. And, and realistically, man, we don't close anymore. People people don't close. They close themselves. Yeah. I mean, or we've closed because they started at the beginning of our process. Yeah. And we've won the business going through our process. Yeah. We've we've earned that right throughout the out the process. So we go to producer closing, and we this is where we had a like a a time thing come into a, to, to to play. We didn't know what was going on there. There was not a smooth handoff of what would happen next. Well, and, sometimes it's I need time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's Hey, yes, let's look at what it, I have questions. Let's make some changes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, we haven't heard from them in a week. Right. You know? So it's just, we're hanging on. Yeah. So that's where we really hit. Like there's so many different situations that come into play there. Yeah. And, and, and I really, and realistically, I was working on this, but when we brought Jared on, it expedited my timeline. Uh-huh. And instead of starting where I probably the best money would have been spent on the renewal side of it, I wanted to make sure he would be successful. So we started on the sales part of it. Um, And I think at some point in time, I said, you know, what is bogging you down in the sales process? He's like, man, you know, once I get something, I've just got to, I've got to get application signed and blah, blah, blah. And I said, we can fix that. Yeah. So what I got to, I wanted my producers to be able to do, I think it's four things. Get a yes. Number one, effective date. Uh, which option you're going with. And then like the fourth thing is like any, do you need an FS1 immediately? So so literally we have a web form and as soon as they get that, yes, and they get those things, they fill it out. They're done with it. 
Yeah. It goes to the team. And then at that point in time, there's a there's a handoff automatically that from the team is, hey, this is AJ and I'm going to be doing this and you know, we're going to review your stuff. It just right. this yeah. is what you can expect yeah. from the processing team. Yeah. Yeah. Now that now that Jared's handed you off, we want to make sure you get the same continued quality experience from us also. Yes. And that that actual stage is now called processor closing. Okay. Because he was getting emails, who's AJ? Uh, yeah. Because we did a horrible job of, of handing it off. Of handing it yeah. off. Yeah. This is who this person is. Yeah. And so we, we do a hand, right. we hand it off. I, I work with Jared. Why is it yeah. AJ? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Or even people that like, I know in the community a long time, they're like, I don't want AJ taking this business from you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, please send it to AJ. <laughs> like, you know, it, helps, so, it helps us all. So realistically, you know, I, I think of these stages and then he shoots holes in them. Yeah. Good on right, for right. you know for our benefit, and so that's how we've gotten where we're at. And after processor closing is done, it goes to one, and then we start trying to get reviews and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, that's that's our stage. I mean, it's, wow. it's and my favorite thing impressive. happens. We get this slack ding for one. The slack that notifies. Hey, yeah. business has business been is business sold. has been issued. We have payment completed. So a giant company, rah rah. rah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, lo I love that ding. And you're using you're using VAs, yes, or one VA at least, and 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 some other processing on that yes. on that side. Yeah, yeah. So that's we part of that process. We yeah. we use a a front facing virtual assistant to realistically handle some phone calls. Okay, and yeah. just do sort of the. Receptionist, reception-ish type stuff, plus, or like yeah. some, someone calls in to make a payment. Yep. You know, just stuff that was bogging us down. Yeah. And then we, yes, we do use some virtual assistants to actually data enter stuff. Okay. Um, but again, you know, and kind of like we've discussed before, the who I'm using doesn't matter. It can be Susie, you know, that, right. that's been in your agency forever, can be plugged into that seat. Right. I'm just making it to where every time they do something, it's the same. Well, yeah. and it's also. Yeah. Whoever's doing the job, that's their best use at that point. Yeah. yeah. So me hand, making sure an application gets a signature is not the best when I could be out getting a new no. information to new quote. Yeah. Got it. Olivia, we got like five left. What's uh, what's everybody saying out there? Anything? <laughs> Sorry, the unmute button on my computer is super slow. Um, <laughs> I think there's a, there's a lot of summarizing of tips. Um, Joe is hoping that you will come up with the Domino's pizza type experience oh, yeah. for the insurance nice. policy process. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably you could make some money if you can come up with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think this is this is interesting. Just understanding the handoff points. Um, I mean, I, I look at that from just from the way that my team operates and making sure that those hands off, those transitions have to be smooth in order for that, that continuity to come through to the client. Otherwise they feel like, yeah, Jared just like disappeared from the picture and we're right. Where, where did the best beard in the business go? Yeah. I think it also works the other way. So like Jack set up an automation because we weren't getting solidified reviews after issuance. And we really wanted to push that for Google, my business and SEO and being found. And so one of the last emails in the, sales process is Jack as CEO saying, welcome to the family. Mm -hmm. I hope Jared took great care of you. If he didn't yeah. let me know if our processing team. So it's like that final touch of yeah. it. And, and for me, it allows me to be the local agent, but I have a, a clout from a bigger agency that, that allows it to be, yeah, Jack's yeah. like clout, but it allows it to be like, I'm not just the, the one guy on main street trying to grind it out. Yeah. We're, we're more, all choices bigger than that. And we have a process and even sit, kicking it to the processing team, people that I've known for years are like, so you finally have help. Like, that's good. Or you, you know, and that, that's people like being part of a big thing like that. And they feel that experience helps. So it's not just passing off, but it's, the follow-up from other team members. That yeah. They're, they're I mean, we're, we're all as humans, I think, drawn to excellence at whatever level. You know, right. I, I think, you know, we want to be associated. We want to do business with. We want to travel to all the places that make us feel, man, these people got it figured out. Yeah. And so I think a, a, a consistent focus on that, on every process within the business, I mean, you have to take it in bite-sized chunks, obviously. You can't. That's the hardest part of staying yeah. focused. <laughs> on, what, on what I'm dealing yeah. with right now, because, yeah, the, you know, you think, man, I just did this process for this. And, oh, but it would really work well on this side of the house, you know, yeah. but you do, you have to sort of stay. And, and I think it's important. We've talked about sales yeah. in new business. 
but I think it's really important to hammer home that the way you sell someone also affects retention. Yeah. Because if you think about the clients that you have come through your office that it's sort of like, hey, I just need this and you just happen to, yeah, I'll, let me just get you this price. They don't stick. They are right. a drain on resources. Right. You know, and that's your fault. You right. you brought someone into the agency that really didn't need to be in there. Set right? an expectation yeah. that we're willing to do that business. And, and we've actually seen, and again, I, I can't attribute it to much, but over the last you know 18 months or so, our retention, we've seen at least with one carrier, our main one, has gone up, I think, about two, two and a half points. Wow. That's big. Yeah. And there's nothing really that we've done different except Communicate. Except the yep. way we sell yep. platinum, gold, silver, bronze, and the way we communicate. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Which I think that's that's huge. It absolutely is. Right. Yeah. To your point about the transition from a traditional or yep. current to a more technology focused, that right there, two and a half points on retention. Take your book of business, do that math, yep. see what that yeah. profit is for. Absolutely. How much could you invest in that? Yeah. An 18 month turnaround. Yeah. And we're not happy. That's yeah. not the yeah. end all, right? Yeah. So if uh, people want to get in touch with the both of you, what is the best way to do that? Uh, so you can find me on every TikTok. Are <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. you doing the talk these days? I'm on talk, but oh, I don't, I'm man. not active. My daughter got mad that I was on talk. Yes. <laughs> um, I did it just to make his daughters. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, now, you can find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Yeah, you know, I'm Jared.Bellman at all choice, Jack.Winggate. At all, it's, win, it's Wingate, not Wingate. Okay. I will fight someone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I probably made that mistake myself. I will too. But yeah. But yeah. At allchoiceinsurance.com. I mean, we're open books. Yeah. So, okay. Um, you know, it's we're doing some amazing things, but listen, we're a step ahead of you. So if we could help you get caught yeah. up or, or take a step in the right direction, we want to be that. Uh, that's why we did this. Yeah. So that we can uh, open that up. So if you have a question, reach out. Um, if you're running through an issue, especially sales process, we've spent 10, 12 months working on it. So if we could help you, that, yeah. that's great. If we could eliminate some questions that, like Jack said, punch holes in things, like we've punched holes. So yeah. if we can help you not make as many mistakes as we did, uh, please reach out, uh, you know, however we can. Allchoice.com. Allchoiceinsurance.com. I couldn't buy allchoice.com. It cost too much money when I started. <laughs> Who's got it out there? Who's yeah, yeah, yeah. So allchoiceinsurance.com. And That's you fantastic. can see all our contact information there. Awesome. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You both. Yeah. Thank you, Olivia. Thanks Olivia. for hanging on through my technical difficulties. We are in the same room. All right. We're all together. Very good. Thank you all. We'll see you uh, hopefully next week. We've got one coming up, I hope. Um, and um, we've got some other. We'll let the cat out of the bag on, on a couple yeah. of the other guests we've yeah. got. Not just yet, but we're, um, we're, we're coming along. Exciting stuff coming up. Yes. Yeah, some exciting stuff. Okay, awesome. Good stuff. Thank you all. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.